Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Look, I'm back in the hoodie, summer's over. Ugh. Anyway, today's row is going to be one of the hard ones. Now remember I have a bottom, mid and top tier intensity system going on here. And we're in the middle here, okay? This is a hard tempo row we're doing. So it's not top and max, and it's certainly not bottom, it's right in the middle. So you're going to be working hard, you're going to have to push to get through this session, but it's not one that's going to leave you completely destroyed and exhausted, okay? So that's the important part. So don't be scared of the word hard, all right? It's just meant to just push you that little bit. Because what we're going to do is three 12-minute intervals with 90-second rest in between each of them. We're going to do this at 2K plus 12 pace and at 24 strokes per minute. So you're going to be rowing for 36 minutes in total at 2K plus 12 pace. And if you're doing the 10K plan, don't worry, you don't have to be doing the 10K plan. This is week six, session five. And what it means is that at 36 minutes worth of rowing, you're going to be slightly less than what your 10K um, total time will be. And this 2K plus 12 pace is going to be what you're really going to be doing maybe the first 5K of that 10K for. So it's going to be in that kind of, you'll, you'll be working at tempo, you'll have to work hard, but it's it's not going to be pushing you within the kind of absolute max of which you'll be doing the 10K. So that should give you an idea of where you are intensity-wise, okay, if that makes sense. Cool. Right, let's get into our four-minute warm-up because there's no point me carrying on talking. Let's get into our four-minute warm-up, right? So we start off by setting up our machine. If you are on a Concept 2, go to your drag factor first and set that where you want it to be. If you don't know what drag factor is, do check out the video I have on the YouTube channel. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, those foot stretchers, you should set them to a height that you're able to get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins in vertical, okay? If you can't quite get there, it could be your flexibility, but it could also be that your foot stretchers are set too high. And if you go shooting straight past it, then it could be that your foot stretchers are too low. Okay, so this is going to be 18 strokes a minute, this four minute warm up, and the power you're going to start at is just as though you're kind of standing up, okay, because what I want you to work on is the timing of the connection between your feet and then your hands um, picking up the handle, the flywheel at the front, okay? I'll explain as we get into this. In three, two, one, let's go. So the point that I'm trying to say is that as you push your feet into the foot plates, that is when I want your hands to connect to the handle and whatever your machine uses. So in a concept too, it's a flywheel that I'm making spin round when I pull on the handle. On a water rower, it's a water drum. But the point is feet and hands connect at the same time. And that's how you get efficient power into the machine. If you push too soon, your backside will scoot away from underneath you. Whoosh! If you pull too soon, you kind of can't quite get that leg connection in. You can't feel the power surging from your legs up into your arms. So while you continue, to work on that timing, just increase that push from your legs and try to get your pace up to round about 2k plus 20. And if you don't know what I'm on about with 2k plus whatever, then it's based on rowing a two kilometer time trial. And then you divide the result by four, and that gives you 
your average pace to roll 500 meters in a 2K time trial. And that is your 2K training pace. So when I say 2K plus 20, you take your average 500 meter time from a 2K time trial and slow it down by 20 seconds. That last stroke here. Put one foot on the floor, carry on rowing. Try and keep a good technique still while rowing with just one leg in. Don't over lean at the front just because it's easy to do so. Now if I flew through that 2K pace thing a bit quick, <laughs> don't worry, I know I did. I always do. Then the description to this video has it in better detail, okay? Change feet. It's a good time to think about whether you have some kind of a imbalance between legs here. Is one leg stronger than the other? Are you actually off balance in your body as you swap legs? Two more strokes. One more. Okay, so legs straight and then just roll with your back and your arms. So swing over your back and then pull in your arms, then out with your arms and then rock forwards over your back again. So all you're doing is rocking backwards and forwards over your hips and your arms are coming in and out. Really just feel about this hinging rock backwards and forwards. Right, front of the machine, arms straight, forward lean. Just press out your legs, not too powerfully, because I want you to concentrate on holding this forward lean and arm straight position. And if you push too hard, you'll break that position. So I want you to try and keep in this forward lean. Get that timing right between your feet and your hands. It's really important. One more. Yeah. All right. So that's us done in the warm up. Continue moving up and down the rail, maybe have a quick drink, and I will explain one more time what it is that we're doing today. Alrighty then, so the hoodie's off, so I'm gonna make this quick, because <laughs> it's quite cold. What we're doing today is 12 minutes, three times, and we're gonna do it at 24 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 12 pace, okay? So this is gonna be a hard tempo effort. It'll take a few minutes and then it'll get up there and you'll be like, oh, this is a bit tough. I'm gonna to have to push to get to the end. But you know you'll get to the end, okay? And then you're gonna get rewarded with a 90 second rest. Then you do it again and it might be a little bit tougher, but then you get another 90 second rest and then you do it again. Now, as being this is positioned as week six, session five, this means that if you want to go faster in that last interval, then please do. Don't go faster than 2K plus 12 in the first two intervals, but in the third one, if you think, you know what, I would feel like getting some wind in my fur, then go faster on that last one if you want, as long as you don't push it and then go, oh, I made a huge mistake, and then have to slow right down. That's a bad idea. That's not what we want from this session, okay? So if you're in any mind at all, just hold 2K plus 12, the whole way through. That's what I'm planning to do, all right? So we might as well get into it. Just get ready for this. Make sure your backside's nice and comfortable because we've got 12 minutes of tempo rowing coming up at 24 strokes a minute. In three, two, one, let's go. Now, I have 24 as my sweet spot favorite stroke rate 
don't know what it is about it, but I just love rowing at 24. Oh. The thing is just something about the rhythm, the pace backwards and forwards through each stroke. I just feel this is where I'm able to glide better. But up oh, again, every single time I forget to set my Apple Watch to rowing workout. Give me a sec. There we go. Right. So really you just want to be hitting your stroke rate and your pace by certainly by now. Shouldn't take you too long to get into it and then you just lock in. I mean, by all means, use me. Just row along with me for stroke rate. Whether that's on the YouTube video or whether you're listening to the podcast then listening out for the whoosh of my flywheel but hopefully now that we're two minutes in you'll have found your own rhythm anyway so trying to work out at what point to start going through technique. I want to make sure that you're warm and receptive. There's no point in me talking techers if you're not ready for it. Eh. Might as well just kick into it. Now I've become quite unapologetic about talking technique, certainly the beginning of these workouts, because you always need just a little reminder, if only to stop those little gremlins getting into your stroke. Now, even as I was saying that line, I looked at myself in the mirror and I could see that butt scoot gremlin coming in again. Oh. I don't know if it's posture. I mean, I know I don't really concentrate myself on what I'm doing because I'm too busy talking to you. So, what I want you to do is think about your technique. And although I'd love it if you were to hang on every word I say, I don't really expect you to, but if you can at least bear in mind the core principles of a good rowing stroke, 
it should at least give you an efficient and safe stroke if nothing else and by safe I mean less likely to cause injury and really the most important aspect of rowing is your posture and what you're doing with your back because that really feeds in to everything else your posture lets you get the power in at the front lets you finish comfortably and return ready for the next stroke quickly and comfortably and across it all if you have good posture as opposed to bad posture you'll have a much more efficient stroke and what I mean is that at its essence in the rowing stroke you want to be leaning forwards at the front known as the catch and then you hold that forward lean as you start the stroke known as the drive and then halfway through your leg drives that's when you swing over your hips from a forward lean at around about one o'clock angle one o'clock face to a backward lean of around 11 o'clock on the clock face and then you smoothly get back into that forward lean before you start your slide back up to the front of the machine which means you are then perfectly placed for the next stroke so that's what you're doing with your back from a angles point of view so you're forwards backwards forwards backwards forwards backwards forwards but like I said in the warm-up it's not just about leaning you're not collapsing into the front and then slumping at the back 
you kind of always want to have a powerful posture. Bit of an odd description, which kind of means nothing. But what I take powerful posture to be is that you're up on your sit bones. Your back is strong and your core is braced, ready for the next stroke. You have a powerful lower back. You're not all kind of curled in and rounded through either the lower or upper back. And that key thing about being up on your sit bones is really what helps you with this concept of hinging backwards and forwards. So if you're up on your sit bones and your hips tilt forwards at the front of the stroke, your shoulders should be past your hips. And then as you drive and come into a finish, although you are obviously no longer tilting your hips forwards, you still have your sit bones connected to the seat with a powerful back and braced core because if you collapse and round off your lower back at the back of the stroke it's really hard to then just tilt forwards hinging over your hips <clears throat> so one of the reasons some people struggle with higher rate rowing is that they don't have this rock backwards and forwards tilting over their hips all right Enough about posture. 30 seconds to go. Eight strokes. You should be okay. I'm hoping you're still cooking my gas for stroke rates and pace. Two more. One more. There we go. It's up to you what to do in the rest periods. I prefer just this, rocking up and down, just bending my knees and then straightening my legs. 
no actual rowing. Just enough to keep my legs moving. Hopefully get some of the, the deoxygenated blood or carbon dioxided blood moving around my system still. Have a drink. But I know some people who prefer a little bit of light rowing, which is absolutely fine as long as you're not taken away from energy resources that you need for the main intervals. Now what you'll find is these minute and a half recoveries, they don't really let you recover, but they just knock the edge off rowing a straight 36 minutes at this pace, which would probably start to push you up a little bit too high in terms of intensity. Okay, 15 seconds to go until the next, told you it goes fast. 11 seconds to go. Just wiggle your backside, reseat your seat, make sure you're comfortable. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Same stroke rates, same pace. And you should find, hopefully, that within just a few strokes, you're suddenly back in to stroke rate and pace. Whereas it may have taken you 30 seconds last time after the warm up and stuff in order to hit rate and pace this time as if by magic, you're already there. And that's because you just spent the last 12 minutes rowing at this stroke rate and power from your legs. So your brain just goes, all right, we're doing that again even without you thinking about it. And that's what a lot of training is about, especially these hard tempo rows. It's just about teaching your body what it feels like to row at different rates and paces and developing the myelin in your brain that connects your neurons. Much like when you're learning the piano and you're just doing scales and you're like, this isn't playing the piano, this is doing scales. But in terms of your, just the mechanics of pressing the keys, it's so important that you do those drills so your body develops that fluid motion 
I did the same with the drums. With all the rudiments, paradiddles and triples and doubles and stuff. It's all just about drilling in that feel and developing the myelin. I think that's why I'm so comfortable always talking technique is because this is the background I come from is that everything I've ever done I put in the practice I still have to put in a lot of practice but I've never really tried to skip to the end So, when I first started playing the drums, sure, I'd stick on music, play along to it, but I also spent a long time doing rudiments. When I was a DJ, learning how to beat match and the right placement of music I just spend hours playing music trying to line up the bass beats and be as tight as I could and then as a squash player I'd stand on court for hours just trying to hit the ball straight up and down the wall at kind of 80% full power trying to develop the elusive perfect swing that I was looking for and that's what we're doing here that's why we do all these low rate sessions the low rate 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute stuff that's there to try and grind in the physical mechanics of a good stroke and I hope that while I'm talking to you about it a little bit of what I say helps and then sessions like this are about grinding in what it feels like to be working at a high intensity over longer durations and then the max top tier workouts 
are almost about how can you pull it all together where you are working as hard as you can but that natural groove and tolerance for intensity that you've been driving in in the bottom and mid-tier sessions becomes almost automation so all you have to think about is putting in the effort and not slowing down remember that effort comes predominantly from the legs so although I'm saying that your posture is probably the most important thing to think about that's because everything hangs off good posture including that power from your legs as you push them in to the machine so remember you're thinking about pushing the machine away from you rather than pushing yourself backwards and if you have that good posture in a forward lean then that power will surge through your body and into the handle whereas if you have a collapsed posture or if you swing your back too soon or have a collapsed finish to your posture then that power gets interrupted and doesn't all go in from your legs and trust me when you are rowing either a 500 meter or 1000 2k or any race to be honest from 100 meters up to 100k you want every available watt of power from your legs going into the machine there's no point pushing hard if only 80% of your leg power goes into the machine and the other 20 is soaked up through bad posture 
So you push with the legs all the way through, get them down at the back of the stroke. Don't lock them, but get your legs all the way down. Could even help to point your toes towards the front of the machine at the finish. And that will really make sure that all of the power is going in and you're not soaking it up by tugging on the foot straps. So point your toes towards the front of the machine and that will release your feet from the straps. Keep them on the foot plates. One more stroke. That one flew by. This is where the time machine of the Concept 2 comes into play where this minute and a half will feel like 30 seconds. Keep on rocking up and down if you wish. Make sure to have a drink. How am I doing? Relatively consistent. 3065 on the first. 3071 on that one. Slightly off pace. 0.42 slow and then 0.22 slow for my 2K plus 12 pace, but Not that I want to pack excuses, but I've just had a very nice sausage tagliatelle. I'm doing an evening row tonight, rather than my lunchtime rows. Just due to work commitments, I can't fit in a lunchtime row anymore. That's why I had to cheat session three of week six for the time being. Okay, 10 seconds to go until our final interval. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Now, like I say, it's up to you if at some point in this interval, you want to increase the pace. I want you to hold the stroke rate. So stay at 24, but if you want to increase, at any point you can. Even if it's just the last minute to get a fast finish, that's okay. It's, like I say, at 36 minutes worth of rowing and at 2K plus 12, this should be comfortably under the effort that you would put in for a 10K. especially with 90 second rests in the middle. But that's the point of this session. 
we're on week six or the end of week six for the 10k plan if that's what you're doing and it's been another tough week a 55 minute row for session two followed by the 40 minute push pace at a slightly faster pace than we've done it before. So, in order to make sure the week balances itself out, that's why this session is a hard tempo row, but not too long and not too intense. So, if you are gonna go fast, just keep an eye on your energy levels, okay? I don't want you having recovery problems. Remember, it's really quite hard to overtrain, but it's equally really easy to under recover. Especially as session one of week seven, we're gonna hit the ground running. It may dip into the top tier workout for many of you because we're gonna flip this workout on its head. And instead of three 12 minute intervals, we're gonna do 12 three minute intervals with 90 second rests. But your pace will be around about 2K plus seven. So they'll be really up there. And it's 2K plus seven or faster. So if you remember back to, it was a week four, we did 10 times three. Well, week seven, it's 12 times three. Whew. So, back to technique. Let's talk arms. Because they're the final part of the puzzle. So with that forward lean at the front of the machine and good posture, you want 
straight arms. Okay? Not bent, straight, but also not tense. I don't want you to be able to see rippling, popping muscles because you're so tense. So loosen those shoulders off. It might help to turn your elbows outwards, just like a quarter turn, if that. But that can be enough to just drop your shoulders and keep your arms relaxed. Fingers should be hooked over the handle. It's not a death grip. And if you have handle height at a nice neutral height in front of you, there should be a straight line down through your shoulders, into your arms, through your wrists, top of your hand, and then your fingers hook over the handle with thumbs underneath. If anything, just lightly touching your index finger. You're not choking the handle. Of course, when you push with the legs in that forward braced posture, the power goes up through your body, into your arms and into the handle. So you will have to brace your arms against the handle for that force. But you're still not pulling the handle. You only pull right at the back of the stroke. So straight pull. Straight pull. It's a real strong finish. Pull at the back. And you can get that strong finish because you haven't bent your elbows and pulled from the start. So nice and straight. Straight pull. Straight pull. Loads of people I know have that early grab with the handle. Grab. And they make just excuses 
for why they can't keep their arms straight. And I just think if they're that fast when they're bending their elbows too soon, how fast would they be with a good technique or, well, a better technique? Let's not be too mean. But then, as you pull the handle in, that creates a springiness to your arms. So your body wants to bounce them back out again. Your body doesn't want to hold the stroke. It wants to bounce and work with that bounce. Work it, baby. So it automatically starts returning. So you just have to continue. Get the handle out over your knees, which engages that forward lean from your good posture. So that as your handle and hands pass your knees, you're in the perfect position to just bend your knees, slide forwards and drive back out again without needing to think about straight arms or forward lean. It's all just automatic because of that good posture and that bounce of the handle. Okay, eight strokes. We're almost there. Keep it strong. Four, three, two, one. C'est fini. Well, bar a two minute cooldown, of course, which I will just load up. It's in here somewhere. I always forget where it is. It's underneath RA59. Connect. Send. Have a quick drink first, though. Make sure you're comfortable for this last coda row, just a wee two minute cooldown. Drink. So, you should be rather moist, out of breath, heart rate should still be elevated. I'm up at 125, having finished at 162, and it's now down at 119, so it's dropping because I'm not doing anything, so that's quite a good recovery. My rest and heart rates run about 38, 39, um, so I've got quite a long way to go. but with 
however long's now passed already, you should be like, I could do another one of them. You might not want to, but you're not exhausted. You'll be like, whew, I'm a little bit pooped, but I could do another one of them. But that last one would then probably tip you over the edge. Maybe, who knows? But this is the point, is this isn't supposed to be one that takes you into another level. It should just be about working at hard intensity for these 12-minute chunks. That's all you have to worry about is each of these 12-minute chunks. Okay? So let's do our two-minute cooldown, all right? We're going to do this at 18 strokes a minute. Again, I recommend right about 2K plus 30 pace just to give a little bit of a shove from your legs, enough time for you to cool down and just glide into a cool down. Anyway, I'll shut up. Three, two, one, go. Try to keep your technique as good as you can. I mean, we're down at 18 strokes a minute, and if you're only putting in 2K plus 30 pace, hopefully you've slowed right down so you can actually think about coming forwards, rock forwards, bend knees, push with the legs, forwards, rock, knees, and then you can think about it from the other side. Right, as I come in to the front, arm straight, forward lean, making sure that as I start that knee bend, I don't do anything else to my back or arms. So that's my bad habit, is that I'll get into that recovery and lean, and then at the front, I'll do a last limit, last minute, dip thinking I'll get more lean or more length out of it whereas actually if I come in arm straight lean like this I can snap into the stroke better and that butt scoot that I've got doesn't happen but try as I might when I'm not actually concentrating on doing that I have an escapee butt <laughs> need to tie my butt down that's a different video really isn't it <laughs> and don't worry I'm, I'm not going there I'll let the rest of the internet take care of that kind of a video <laughs> oh, alright so I hope you enjoyed this one just to finish off week 6 like I say it was a tough old week on the 10k plan because we needed to just push things up a bit. That's me done on my cooldown. To squeeze out these last bits of speed, power, and fitness that we can. So there'll be week seven will still have its tough sessions in it, but it's not really going to be a full-on week of intensity. Okay, so we'll see what happens with week seven, session one, the 12 times three minutes. And then you then kind of look at how you then put in the intensity for the rest of the week. But don't worry, I'll look after you for that programming side of things. So that's us done with week six. So only more, two more weeks to go on the 10K plan. Um, I, uh, depending on when you watch this video, it's currently September the 29th, I think. Um, and so this Sunday coming, October the 3rd, yep, at nine o'clock in the morning, UK time. So that's, I think that's eight o'clock GMT. Um, I'm doing a live RoPro row. Um, so I'll be on the RoPro PC software. You'll see row along 30 minutes. And I'm also gonna try and do it as a Zoom at the same time. I'll post a link on um, the Facebook group and I'll probably post it on the YouTube 
community channel as well, just to see if anyone wants to join in on that. Not too sure how that's going to work. But I will also try and stream it to YouTube at the same time um, if I can. If I can daisy chain the Zoom output onto um, YouTube, then I will do that. We'll see if I can get that to work. But anyway, so that's what we're doing just for doing that this week. And then uh, next week, we're just basically going to do, I'll get everyone to pick what their favourite thing was. And that will be the fourth of these live rows. Um, just to take care of the full team challenge. And then uh, i got something special lined up for November, but I'll talk about that later. I think I've already mentioned it once, but yeah. Um, and then the other thing I, I need to try and sort out, sorry to keep on, I mean, this is like my diary entry. Um, I need to sort out the patron thing, which it turns out that because I've been talking about it and not really given away the address for it, um, I've turned out someone's been spoof, trying to spoof it, caught it and removed it. So it's fine, but I'm going to have to start posting the actual link because uh, I don't want people to, because I'm not giving you it, that someone else is like, ah, I'm going to set up my own one and now I'm going to get his, get what people are going to donate. So I don't really want to because it makes it sound like I want your money, which I don't, but I also don't want you to fall into the trap of somebody else. So I'll start, um, I'll put a wee note somewhere about it, just quite small, just so you know. Anyway. I'm done. It's like I told you, it's a diary entry. And it's actually because this is an evening workout. It's now quarter past nine and I have to go tuck my kids into bed. So I'm going to go. I do hope you enjoyed this workout. I, th I really enjoyed it. It was a perfect workout for me uh, just to finish off the week. Um, apologies. Uh, uh, now, this will rectify itself. Apologies again for the fact that um, week six, session three's 40 minute push pace is currently um, a rerun of week one, um, session three's 40 minute push pace. Um, basically because I've been running out of time because of work so I, I just thought I'll just double that one up and move on I will eventually when I get to the end of this plan I will re-record week 6 session 3 so hopefully you're going to be like hey what's he on about because you'll have done a real version of it um, but for the time being that's what's sitting there so anyway apologies for that um, but yeah so that's it we're done on this uh, hashtag um, just to, to prove that you got this far through the row um, what were we talking about today uh, what was the 12 12 times 3 um, no, it's not really a hmm. um, posture. We've done posture though, haven't we? Have I done sit bones? I don't know. Ah, just do sit bones. Why not? So just do hashtag sit bones um, if you want to just let me know you made it this far through the video. But I'm just going to say goodbye now. So if you've zipped on all the way to the end, then you've just got the hashtag. So well done. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming along and doing this one with me and for listening to me and rowing along with me. This whole thing would be nothing if you weren't actually rowing along with me. So thank you so much for being the other half of this. Please take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Be well. Bye bye.